Hey, this is Dan Savage, and this is Savage Love Podcast number two. Thanks for giving us another go. I hope you enjoyed number one. I hope you enjoyed number two. If you want me to answer your question live, you can phone it in at 206-201-2720. Now let's get to the questions that some other folks have recorded for me. Yeah, hey, Dan. Um, say my name is Steve. Um, I am 56 years old. Uh, I'm a good-looking guy in the fitness. Don't drink, don't smoke, don't do drugs. I'm gay. I came out of closet five years ago. And the bottom line is I'm attracted to young guys. Just got out of a relationship with a 20-year-old. Um, so a 36-year difference. And I always get attracted to younger guys, uh, boy type guys, young guys, um, users. And I'm trying to kick this habit. Um, I don't think I'm crazy. I've always admired you because you tell it like it is. And why am I attracted to younger guys? I don't know. Um, Everybody tells me that I'm just opening myself up to get hurt. I look foolish, and I need to go with someone my own age. Uh, where do I seek help? And I'm serious about this. Um, if you can help me, uh, I'd really appreciate it. All right, so you're a big gay cliche. You're the middle-aged gay guy who is, or late middle-aged, I guess, who's only into twinks and only into boys. Uh, and your use of the word boy makes me a little uncomfortable. And I hope we're talking about 18-year-old plus boys, that gay community use of boy where it's anyone between 18 and 35 who's relatively hairless. Uh, what you have to, you know, if that's what you're into and you can't really force a broadening of your tastes, you need to reimagine what your romantic life is going to look like. You know, in 10 years, it's going to look like a lot of rent money for rent boys. But right now, you just have to sort of accept the fact that you're going to be with a series of younger guys who may be into you for reasons that, you know, make you a little uncomfortable, like they're into you for money or status or they're into you because you're, you know, older and wiser, and you're going to be sort of a transitional figure for a lot of these guys sexually. You're probably not who they're going to be with forever. Maybe you can have, like, a couple of really great two- or three-year relationships with guys in their early 20s who are into older guys, and they're out there. Those guys are out there. Um, but what you're not going to have is a 20, 30, 40-year sort of heteronormative, for lack of a better term, relationship with a guy where you're sort of equals. With that sort of age difference, there's never going to be an equal dynamic. You're always going to be the much older, much better off guy who is toying with someone who's much younger, much less experienced, probably doesn't know his ass from a hole in the ground, doesn't know what he wants, doesn't know what he's going to be when he grows up yet. To expect someone like that to make a lifetime commitment to you is really unreasonable and irrational. What you need to do when you find one of these guys who's into you is live for the moment, enjoy the time you have with him, and not be an idiot and expect that anything long-term is going to result of it. And, and your friends who make fun of you for being with the younger guys, well, what can you do? You know, friends, that's what friends are for. Friends are there to help make fun of you uh, and to help you see your own foolishness by uh, gently teasing and mocking. Uh, and you, But you'll be less the fool if you change your expectations. Like, you're probably feeling foolish and burnt by this last guy because you had some crazy expectation that he really loved you for you and was going to be with you forever. That is a really nutty expectation for a man in his 50s who's dating a 20-year-old. He's not going to be with you forever. He's going to be with you for a little bit. And if you, have a, if you bring different expectations to these relationships with young men, you will feel less burned when they don't work out. You shouldn't expect them to work out forever. Get a good 18 months, get a good two years, move on to the next one. Uh, but don't expect to ever settle down, tragically. 
Um, I just broke up with my ex-girlfriend of almost five years uh, two months ago because I found out she was cheating on me with some dirty, nasty girls um, for nine months. Um, the problem now is is that two days after that, I had met and started dating a 21-year-old border and psycho. Um, I seem to be torn between the two. I know, uh, um, especially since I started sleeping back with my ex-girlfriend, and I'm not sure if it's because they're friends or if it's because the sex is really good. And I'm not sleeping with them both at the same time because I've been stuck with the 21-year-old in three weeks. But it's a whole bunch of crap with the 21-year-old. She has this ex-girlfriend who was supposed to have a baby for her. But and I know I need to leave them both alone and get some therapy or something, but it's hard to walk away. Um, I would love to just be friends with both of them and stop sleeping with either one of them, but... It seems like I can't. So any advice you have on this would be greatly appreciated. If it's hard to walk away from your ex-girlfriend, maybe you shouldn't walk away from your ex-girlfriend. If you can continue to sleep with her after you broke up with her because she was cheating on you with all these nasty girls, maybe you can find it within yourself to forgive her for cheating on you and get back together and sort of work through it and be with somebody that who is imperfect, who did something shitty to you that you love. Like, only people that you love and let in can really do something shitty to you. And if you can never forgive somebody for doing something shitty to you, you're never going to have people in your life that you love for long. Because eventually, everybody does something shitty to someone they love. And a long-term relationship is basically just a banged-up old car after 30 or 40 years. It's got a lot of patches on it. And if you're going to be with this woman you've been with for five years, it I just blows my mind that you can break up with her and then start and keep fucking her and it never seemed to occur to you that maybe you could just forgive her and work through it. And maybe part of working through it is agreeing to not necessarily be strictly monogamous. Once again, it's like I told that other uh, person about changing your expectations. Like you are in a long-term relationship. You expect monogamy. She's not capable of it, but you love her and you're still attracted to her and you still want to be there. You still want to be with her, but, you know, you think a long-term relationship is all about monogamy. Well, maybe if you think about a long-term relationship where monogamy is not necessarily part of your expectation, then you won't feel so be, feel so betrayed when she's not able to keep up a monogamous commitment. As for the 21-year-old crazy-ass bitch, get away from her. Uh, you know, you don't, don't be friends with someone who's a 21 year old crazy ass bitch. You sound older, uh, yourself. You must be a little older if you've been in a five year, uh, relationship. Uh, and, you know, you gotta be careful about what you invite into your life. We sometimes meet people who we like, who we're attracted to, we wanna fuck, um, you know, we genuinely have positive feelings for, but who have some, like, major damage on their plate that renders them completely incapable of being a total human being, of being somebody you can have in your life without inviting in a lot of dysfunction and craziness and bullshit. And we look at, you know, we look at them and we think about throwing them out of our lives because of the crazy bullshit. But then we see the things we like too and we're like, well, what I want to do is not sleep with them anymore and have the good stuff but not the bad stuff. But there are people that are just 
the bad can't be separated and you can't be friends and you can't fuck them and you can't do anything with them but say, oh, too bad they have major damage because they didn't have that major damage. It would be fun to be their lover, their husband, their wife, their buddy, but look at that major damage. It's impossible to, to be any of those things without just dealing with their grief and bullshit all the time. And she sounds like, just from briefly what you said, she sounds like one of those sort of toxic, fucked up people with a lot of crap on their plate. Just chuck her. And if you can patch it up with the girlfriend and you can be together and every once in a while she can run out and fuck a nasty girl and come home and tell you about it. And every once in a while you can fuck some batshit crazy 21-year-old and you can run home and tell her about it. Then you can fuck each other while you talk about how hot it was to fuck a crazy person and then get away from her. And she can talk about how fucking hot it was for a nasty girl. You can actually make an obnoxious relationship work and hot and it can contribute to your bond as opposed to pulling you away from each other. But again, I come back to... If you can still be fucking your ex, who's your ex because she fucked somebody else, then you should be able to forgive your ex for fucking somebody else and hammer out some sort of working agreement uh, and new relationship model that allows you to be together, keep fucking, and not have this expectation of monogamy that clearly was not uh, what you probably should have in this relationship in the first place. So good fucking luck. Hey, Dan. Uh, Long-time reader, first-time asker. Uh, I'm a 21-year-old college student. And recently broke up with my ex-girlfriend and I realized that I'm into older women. But I'm having a hard time meeting them. Is there any particular way to go about finding a cougar, an older woman that's looking for a younger man? Because that's always really appealed to me, but I'm not sure where to look. Anyway, if you have any ideas, let me know. And keep up the good work, man. Thanks. Bye. It's been my experience that if you're looking for older women who are into younger men, you need to throw yourself uh, onto the train tracks. You need to be where the older women are coming barreling down the tracks, uh, and they're well lubricated, and their inhibitions are low, and their uh, mouths are running, and their competitive juices are flowing, uh, amongst other things. And it's from what I've heard, because you know I'm not a 21-year-old straight guy looking for cougars, which tend to be Women who are between somewhere between 30 and 50 who are recently divorced, a lot of bling on their fingers, and uh, who might like a good solid uh, fucking uh, after dumping the husband or being dumped by the husband, who might be bitter about the saggy old bag of bones they were sleeping with for years and really want to fuck somebody who's young and uh, pretty and skinny. Uh, if you want to meet these women, uh, the best place to do it, uh, so I've been told, is in a bar. And the best way to do it in a bar is not to be some 21-year-old sitting at the bar, but be, to be the 21-year-old behind the bar, or to be a bar, t- or to be a busboy, or to be a waiter. Um, find the high-end cougar haunt in your city, and they're out there. The place where you know the recently divorced packs of women go with their friends to get shit-faced, and you know you're not some 21-year-old at the bar having a drink a few rows away, you're there all night long. You have a reason to talk to them. They have a reason to talk to you. The drunker they get, the better you look. The drunker they get, the lower their inhibitions. And and you'll land one. Or, uh, so I've been told, you should get a job in a health club. Because a lot of cougars care very much. Good-looking cougars care very much about their looks. And uh, if you work at their health club and you're always around and you're there to help them and you see them sweat and they see you seeing them sweat, uh, I understand that they will toss themselves at the nearest available 21-year-old, the ones who are interested in uh, yours sort of uh, piece of ass. And they're out there. Health clubs, restaurants, get on it. Well, that about wraps it up for this uh, podcast, podcast number two, Savage Love or Savage Love Live or Savage Love Pod, whatever we want to call it. If you want me to answer your question live instead of in print in the paper, uh, give me a call, spill, 206-201-2720. 
I'm Dan Savage, and this was the uh, Savage Love Podcast.